0: First things first, I want to shout out my nigga DJ Pluto holding it down always, you know on lock up, you know what I'm saying? I want to shout out to my homies, Elusive Familia, always, it's always love. Um, I want to give a special shout out to my homie Abdul holding us down in Somalia right now, and uh, we got some big plans coming, money from Australia to Africa and all the way back again, baby, it is what it is, you know what I mean? And another shout out to my homie Big C aka Clarence Ryan, he's been making a lot of big moves right now. And uh, you know, I'm excited to go and uh, see his play starring at the, in uh, in at the moment at the Heath Ledger. That's going to be exciting shit. And uh, yeah, it was crazy because I know this dude for 10 years, you know. But um, you know, I really respect his work ethic, and I think we have like a mutual thing there. So you know, it's it's, it's the kind of thing where you know you can. Uh, you know, let dude, you know, get his, you know, get his uh, hustle on. Everything else, I can do my thing. And it's like, even if it's been a few years, you know, what I'm saying, if you say what's up, it's always love. You know what I mean? So it was crazy to like, you know, be going through Netflix and shit and to see my homeboy. You know, in the movie Other Life is called Other Life. It's, it's it's fucking crazy. You know, filmed in Perth. I didn't realize till about 70% of the way through, which is pretty crazy. And uh, yes, yeah, so we, you know, I want to, um, see you watching this? I'm going to get you in the studio, we're going to make a motherfucking hit. (laughs) Alright, so first things first, Uh, most important update I want to give you guys is about Pluto. So obviously, as you guys know, I've been, you know, touting the hashtag #FreePluto for a while now, and uh, you know, I, I don't really want to get into exactly what the situation is, just until you know we know exactly, um, you know, what he's being sentenced for, and you know, everything's hashed out with the lawyers and the court, and you know what I mean. At the moment, what's the most important thing is just supporting our homie and riding for him and being there for him um, through this fucking difficult time. People make mistakes; as humanity, is what it is. Um, and if you ain't down to ride with us, then fuck you. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, the most important thing is a lot of you have been asking how you can get in touch with Pluto. And, um, you know, basically, (laughs) the way that the canteen and shit works in the prison, if he was going to be writing all of your individual letters and stamping individual letters, we'd need to literally raise a fundraiser just to be paying for the stamps, you know what I'm saying? So what we're going to do is whatever medium you want, You can message me, you can email me, whatever you like. If you have a message for Pluto, send it to me. Put it in a comment on YouTube, whatever. And I will screenshot that. And I will send it to Pluto, because basically what I do is I do like a care package thing. So I'll write like a little letter, give him an update on what's happening, all that kind of shit. And then uh, you know I'll give him some memes, everything to lift his spirits, some pictures, family, friends, you know, whatever else. And, uh, you know I'll update him on like you know some sports news and shit and uh, you know give him updated billboard listings tell him what new music's dropped all that kind of shit so even though he's locked up and everything else he's still gonna be up to date because you know as a DJ it's very important to know what the trends are and and all that kind of shit you know what I mean so um, within all of that I'll be able to pass on all of your letters and stuff and that way it can all just be done in a single package and then he can just worry about getting everybody responded in the single package send it back to us and then you know I can get Back to each of you individually, and uh, and let you know exactly what's going on with that. So um, and uh, you know he he I spoke to him today, and uh, you know his most important message is he wants to send his love to everybody, um, all the Lucid Music family, and uh, you know all of his friends and family that have been supporting him through this time. That's the most important thing he wants to say right now is one love to all of y'all, and every single day and night he is thinking about all of y'all and. I just need to make you, all of you know that none of us are gonna forget about him either. So, okay, and 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 with that, man, the one crazy thing with this whole Pluto shit is, I really lost a nigga. Like the only person I knew who could really just be straight up. You know I mean? I've been in this city for ten years, man, and I, and he was just one of the few people that would just tell you how the fuck it is. You know what I mean? And that's what I feel is a big problem, even in the hip hop scene at the moment right now. I've seen it, even you know, a couple of my boys, some shit going on. You know, I'm not gonna put some shine and some bullshit, you know what I mean? But it, it's, it's crazy, like, so many people would rather just run around, put little, you know, insulting little comments online and all that kind of shit, but when it comes to a face-to-face situation, it's all handshakes and love, you know, but no one really wants to just get to the gritty of it and go, you know what, I don't fucking like you, and this is fucking why, you know what I mean? And it, 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 I don't know why, what changed about hip-hop. Maybe, you know, Biggie, Park deaths is kind of a stigma on being that direct, you know, the whole 50 cent shit, like what he did to Jar Rule and all of that, you know what I mean? Maybe that's sort of what's put the stigma on being straight up, but I mean, me, the problem is, you know, you don't want to be fucking with me or any of my crew or any body that I know and just, you know, trying to say some subliminal shit online or anything like that, because the bottom line fact in the matter is we will come and we will go, what the fuck is up? And if you don't answer online, we will see you. And it's not like this isn't some violence thing or some in- intimidation thing, you know? I want to be very clear on that. We're just men. In this world, you know what I mean? And, and if you've got an issue with somebody and there's a problem, really you just want to go, hey, what's up? I mean, isn't that easier? You want to spend months of effort just boiling on some bullshit when you can go, I don't like you, motherfucker, let's battle, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, for me, I don't want to sit on problems. I just want to move on. I want to get this money. And I know most people in the fucking world want to do the same thing. So if you're lingering on something, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something in there. And, you know, uh, with the hip-hop hip hop culture especially, you know, a lot of the... Uh, you know, the people who were stuck in the old school time, and, and the thing is, in, in WA, in Australia as well, there's this huge sort of attachment to the old school sort of mentality of hip-hop, which is a beat is something that you just throw on in the background, and the actual focus is on the lyricism. And I know i talk about this a lot, but let me just spark this up at the brain time. So for me, because for me music is music, at the end of the day you got drums, you got snare, you got hats, you got instruments and you got vocals. So it doesn't matter what, what culture it is, what the fuck it is, everything. Music music's just music. It's what it is. Right? So for me, a vocal is like, it's like a guitar. You know, and I, know I know that might sound crazy, but you be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? But this comes from me as being a rapper first. I was a rapper long before I was making beats. You know, almost 10 years I was rapping before I started making bees, you know, so... But what I'm saying is, it's like the melodies within your delivery and even basically lyrics is almost just like a guidance within the song like you can feel the vibe and you can feel what's going on you know what I mean but the lyrics is just giving you a direction as to what the fuck is actually the point of what you're feeling that's pretty much it whereas you know what I'm saying if you think about a guitar and you think about the way that rides a song if you were to put that centrally like a vocal it plays the same role you know what I mean you've got um, um you've got literally uh, a, a sound that is producing something tonally and melodically to enhance a song. So, I know that sounds like a fucking crazy thing, but if you think about music like that... You start getting to some very fucking interesting points, you know, like... Not limiting yourself to, oh, I need to, you know, do a certain amount of uh, fucking multis in this shit. I need to fit fucking 64 bars into fucking six. You know, some shit like that, don't be worried about that, just do what makes you happy, do what you enjoy, you know what I mean? It's music, it's creativity, it's art, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, and within that, this is what I'm saying, like, a big part of what I stand for is owning your dreams. I mean, right here, that's the first tattoo I ever got. That is literally the slogan of lucid music. And I want to tell you why i your dreams is a slogan of lucid music. So lucid music, people will be like, lucid music, what's lucid music? Lucid music, right? So to to be in a lucid state is when you are in a dream and you are conscious that you are within that dream and you are taking control of that dream. You understand what I'm saying? So basically, uh, lucid music is we are taking conscious control of the dream that we live within to live our dream that makes us happy. We are owning our dreams rather than letting our dream reality own us. You know, you gotta stay motivated. You gotta stay inspired. You, it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on. At the end of the day, everybody's gotta struggle of some kind that they're gonna have to go through. I can't even tell you the fucking strikes that have gone against me this year, man. Like the shit that I've even had to go through. Now, I'm not, no, and, and this is the thing as well. The important thing that everybody needs to think about is no struggle is worse than another. Like everything is subjective. Everything is fucking subjective. You know what I mean? So you can't be sitting there going, "Oh, my pain's worse than that person's," and so I shouldn't have to do shit. You know what I'm saying? I hate to use this, but 50 Cent got shot 9 fucking times, nigga. What's your excuse? Why aren't you doing something? Why isn't anybody doing something? French Montana got shot in the back of the head. That's why he... You know what I mean? What's your your excuse? You know what I mean? What? (laughs) But yeah, that's it. We need like we need like those worker bees you know like at the end of the day society is kinda like this little bit of an anthill and you can only go one way some people are like oh we took this wrong conscious turn oh shit what are we gonna do you know what I mean But. It's, it's it's like a fungus, you know what I mean? It's you, you smash it all down, it comes back up again the exact same way. You stomp on an ant hill, it's going to pop up somewhere else, and it's going to look the fucking same. It's the Fibonacci sequence, it is what it is. So I guess the point of this whole thing of what I'm trying to say is get fucking yours because everybody else is getting theirs. And what's wrong with the world is there's been this shift of fucking power where basically everybody is sitting there like, oh, I need to work for somebody else to get mine. It's like if everyone's working for their own to get theirs, you do realise the whole world would already be like 100 years fucking ahead. like overnight. Imagine if that person's sitting fucking repairing fridges who wants to make fluffy fucking pillows, right? This nigga is like his life's passion is making fluffy frilly silk pillows but he's stuck building fucking fridges because his mama is sick or some shit and he's got kids, right? And he's got to pay some shit and whatever. Imagine if he could just live his dream. Pillow innovation, my nigga! Like it would go through the roof, like think any, anything, everything is possible. People have passions they never get to fulfill. So it's like, I want my whole thing, my whole purpose out here for y'all motherfuckers is literally to just be, this guy is this fucking locker, and he's still getting to live this life and, and do whatever the fuck he want to do, and money is really something that is just a fucking fantasy, you know, It's it, it, the, the world we're in is just a game. You know what I mean? It's not about, oh, I need to have this paper, I need to have this money. It's you need to put yourself in a position to do what you love 24 fucking 7. 24 fucking 7. You do realise there's like 200 kilo bitches that get paid to eat KFC every single fucking day. Do you know that exists? I'm sure a lot of you niggas know this exists, but it's real. These bitches have such a passion for eating greasy, sloppy ass chicken. That they literally created a whole circumstance in their motherfucking lives that they could just eat greasy ass chicken while men fucking watch. Now for me, that ain't. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying go and do that, but I'm saying if you got a passion for something, you know, there's no reason why you can't pursue it. What's, What's your fucking excuse? What's your fucking excuse? Especially living in this motherfucking country. Like, I know why my parents brought me to this bitch when I was a little boy, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Crazy opportunity y'all motherfuckers are squandering out here, it's crazy, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. So, enough of these, enough of these fucking rants, because I'm going to just keep going and keep going with the motherfucking blunt, and it's just never going to stop, and... That's the problem with giving a nigga a blunt, you know, once I... If I don't have to pass it, I mean I'll pass it, pass it to the cameraman, the cameraman hit the blunt while I keep talking because I gotta look at something real quick. So, as promised, every single week, I'm gonna answer some questions about some bullshit. You know, sometimes bullshit, sometimes it's not. I hate to refer to your questions as bullshit. I'm sorry, that was rude of me, I take that back. What I meant to say was, um, just whatever questions you like, You know, I will answer them because they're quite common. So, first question is, how long does it take to make a song? Now, this is quite subjective because making a song and making a song ready are two different things in my opinion, so like, let's take for example the song right now with my nigga Pluto, right? That shit was me, him and my girl we was just chilling at my place one night Sipping something shit <laughs> and um, you know, we just thought fuck it, let's get, you know, we are chilling for a bit, playing some music and uh, you know, talking about some ideas and stuff and then we went, let's get in the studio so I hopped in here and pr- pretty much banged out a beat 20 minutes 20 minutes, 20 minutes is beat like, because when inspiration and vibes are flowing, it's not something that you can time or calculate, but if, if you're vibing in the moment, a beat could take you 5 minutes, you can find that right sound, everything can just fall into place, you know what I mean, because everything's just flowing, you know, so it is what it is, so, and then with that, I literally hopped in the booth, did a couple freestyles, and then with that, brought them back, you know, structured a verse out of that, did it again, Pluto basically did the same thing, read a little bit, freestyled a little bit, we structured it up. You know what I'm saying? And and it became what it was, but the actual whole process of coming up and creating the idea of that track was probably about an hour. You know, one hour. But the actual process of mixing it and working on it and developing it into a fully solid piece of art, not just something you can chuck on fucking SoundCloud, for people to pop some Zans and go crazy to for fucking 10 minutes before they go, oh fuck, this is repetitive as shit, nothing's actually motherfucking happening. You know, and I ain't disrespect to any other form of you know exp- creative expression, but I'm saying for me, I want something that's gonna stand the test of time, that's gonna grow, that you can listen to it five years from the first time you listen to it ten times in a row and go, holy shit, I heard a new sound. You know, or I didn't realise he was doing that with his flow, or you know what I mean? Like you know when a song gets you like that and you're just like, oh shit, I didn't even know that was fucking there. You know, like I love shit like that. I love you know, like progressive psychedelic shit. You know what I'm saying? So for me, yes, I can bang out a song in 20 minutes. Sometimes, if I have a concept, it might take me a couple hours. But the whole process of actually song from start to end, if you're including the whole mixing process and everything else, I mean, it can take anything from a week, months. It really depends how you're working on it, you know. It's like a painting, you could work on that for five minutes, or you could work on a painting for a year. You know, it's, it's not really something that you can that you can really uh, subjectively measure like that, you know? So, but fucking a fucking really a good bitch. question, really good question, because it's something I do get asked a lot, you know? So, another thing as well. I'm a man with your bitch. What is my favorite place to go out to eat in Perth? <sighs> Why you ask me this? They're gonna get me mad, for real. Fuck. Okay, I have to be honest with you. If you live in this, if you live in this motherfucker, so you save your money and eat at home, for real. Cause you're about to pay thirty dollars for some microwave bullshit, for real. Like, honestly, like, and this isn't hate. You know what I mean? It's just honest. I think people just haven't, uh, Perth hasn't culturalized and, and amassed enough people for there to be enough of a competition you know, in terms of flavour palette and everything else and, and, and value for money and all of that shit so everyone will just take whatever the fuck they can get, like for instance, right? I can tell you for a fact there's not one single Latin thing that is authentic in this state not one, not one it's like inspired by Mexican a little bit whatever whatever but it's always got this little bit of a different twist to it it's not truly what it is you're not getting I'm telling you right now you're not getting the authentic motherfucking deal if you go out and try and eat Latino or Mexican food in this city you're never ever ever gonna get it you're gonna pay forty dollars for a fucking burrito that is basically a fucking enchilada Crossed with a fucking lasagna or some shit, and the burrito, like the actual taco that they're using this shit, is like some fucking wet toilet paper flavorless shit. Like, I don't even know. Like, and even you know, all the kind of burger places and all that kind of shit, it's just like you're paying to get you know, your 150 grams of fucking beef, and you fucking, you know what I'm saying, you measured fucking measurements of fucking lettuce and fucking big thick slices of fucking like people want people, people here. Right, and this isn't hate, but it's like people want to see ingredients, I understand, people want real ingredients, I understand it, even if you can see it, they're probably still not fucking real, right, so you're just fucking it up for everybody, like even I remember at Subway they used to have this omelette shit for the breakfast, right, and literally it was actually pretty kind of fucking good if you put some salt on it, you know, so it's bearable if you fucking, you know, hangover, come back for some shit, 7am, get some fun. you know, you don't want McDonald's breakfast, you want something a bit more, you know what, they took a scrambled egg, egg omelette, okay? They took it away. Do you want me to tell you why they took it? Because I asked, I literally said, "What the fuck is this omelette? They literally said, people want to see the egg. I'm not even kidding. People want to see the... People want to see the- I need to spark this fucking gun. real. People want to see the fucking egg over flavor over flavor they will choose to see some shit to be like yeah I'm fucking eating a real fucking egg fuck man like so this is what I'm saying right so when like I grew up in the UK right and and, and, you know my family's from Latin America and I have a lot of family in the states so I've traveled around the world I've gone to Asia everything else right honestly honestly when you have been able to taste this shit and it's like you're paying $5 for you pay 34 here, and it's like... It's like the standard is through the roof. You know what I mean? And You just, the portions are ridiculous. Like, I don't condone the big portions, but it's, it's crazy, you know? Like, it's all very subjective in terms of the, the amount of money they earn and everything else. But I guess what I'm saying is... Honestly, save your money and eat at home learn some home cooking, get some friends of different cultures and stuff and trade some fucking recipes and spices and all that kind of shit, expand your flavour palette, and you'll generally find nine times out of ten, you're going to probably be able to cook it better yourself at home. Honestly, honestly, honestly. <sighs> like, for me to say that there's somewhere that I fucking really, really, really want to go, like, and be like, yeah, that's what-. I don't really feel like that would be me be, be being honest. You know, so this is what it is. That's how I feel about Perth food. And, you know, there's a couple good things there, I guess, but... These motherfuckers need to learn how to use some goddamn spices. For real, man. Spices! Like, all I think about is that scene from The Simpsons where Marge is looking at the fucking spice rack and she's like, "Oregano! WHAT THE HELL? Like, is that what everyone does at every fucking restaurant? Like, they have the spice rack, but they're just like, Ah, fuck it, just some salt, bitch. Just some salt. And it's like, nine times not even times you get a coffee and you ask for two sugars and they ain't put any in that bitch how fucking annoying is that shit? so with that you know i want to just well, i don't know why the blunt keeps going out today i don't know why the blunt keeps going out today but i guess all i want to say before i sign off today is i want to send a big shout out you know to to all the homies that have been riding with me and, and the truth is it's really hard, you know, in the in this day and age to get, like, a group of real motherfuckers around, you know what I mean? So what, what I'm saying is, so many people, they, they, they count their happiness by how many friends they have. I count my happiness by how many real friends I have. And even if that's just one, I almost said two, even if that's just one, I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, the value of having one true friend over having a thousand associates is far better. And the the bottom line is if you're really stringent and straight up and real with the people around you, eventually you're going to build a group of people that aren't fucking yes men. You understand what I'm saying? The problem is so many people just say yes, 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 yes. Like even to people that I have known and worked with, I've heard down the grapevine what their friends truly think of them. I'm not going to mention any names, but this shit gets around, you know? And um, it's really... It's really fucking hard to find a group of truly real, authentic, down-to-earth people that will tell you how they really feel and if you, you can call them at any fucking time, you know what I mean? So I spe- specifically want to shout out Shortcut, Cars, Forks, React and Chatters. Those motherfuckers have been by my side throughout all of this shit, like really closely, really trying to help me and, you know, keep me inspired and motivated, keep me making new shit thank you genuinely from the bottom of my motherfucking heart like seriously seriously lucid music 2018 we're gonna motherfucking do this with that this is me this is David. this is lucid studios I'm signing off for the night I want to thank you for watching tonight stay tuned for the next episode next week and always remember keep it real hustle hard motherfuckers